This is CliffCentral.com. Pan African Connect on CliffCentral.com. It is Friday afternoon. The time is two minutes past three. My name is Rosie Mutena, aka the Afro Yiddish Princess. Welcome to my show where we go to all four corners of the African continent and today we're going to Ghana and we're going to be speaking to a phenomenal, phenomenal young, a young um, musician by the name of Yala. Uh, she's making waves not only across the African continent, she's making waves across the world. She's been referred to, uh, compared to Angelique Kidjo, Grace Jones, even uh, Miriam Makeba. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to find out uh, how she how she ticks. Um, we're going to find out about her music. Uh, this young girl has been singing since since she was since the age of five years old, and um, yeah, and where she's going to be taking it. But before we got to start with this, like always. Uh-huh, you know what it is. Black and Jewish, black and Jewish, black and Jewish, black and Jewish. Yeah. Uh-huh, you know what it is. Black and Jewish, black and Jewish, black and Jewish, black and Jewish.
The time is six minutes past three. My name is Rosie Modena, a.k.a. the Afro-Yiddish Princess. Welcome to my show called Pan-African Connect. And this week, we go back to Ghana. I'm going to be speaking to a phenomenal, phenomenal woman known as Uyala, a.k.a. the Young Lioness of Africa. She's a personification of the modern African. She's creative. She's brave. She's powerful. She's beautiful. And, of course, she's African. Her name is Uyala, which literally means the doer in Sisala, which is her tribal language. And, of course, she sings in that and in English. And I suppose it also basically describes her approach to life. As I said before the break, she's frequently compared to Angelique Kidjo and Grace Jones. And her music is truly Afro-pop fusing her African roots with contemporary world pop music. Uyala, welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Good, good. Thank you so much for taking time out to chat to us. How's your day been? Well, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night I was at the show yeah. and I got up a bit late, but I'm okay. I'm all. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're still based in. You're still based in Ghana, yeah? Yes. Okay, so let, let, let's take it back to the beginning. I mean, when I was reading up about you and getting some more information, you started your career at five years old. Tell us about that. Yes. Um. It was. Back in uh, the north of Ghana, and um, my mom and I had gone to visit her sister. So the children were around, and we were just sitting playing. All of a sudden, I just decided to organize the kids. Oh, let's dance. So yeah. I taught them a, a song, and we started dancing. So I actually started at that age. When I danced, everyone was sitting, uh, but then they were drinking this local beer, Kito. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So they said, who's, who's this girl dancing? And everybody just I just caught the attention of everybody and they just started running. They started playing for me. I was dancing and after that, I got some few coins. I picked <laughs> the money up and I gave it to my mom and, and I told her, when I grow up, I want to be a superstar. And I'm going to build a big house for you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, but, but, I mean, do you come from a musical family or, or an artistic family? Uh, from my mother's side, yes. My mom is a choirista. Mm-hmm. Uh, her brothers, uh, most of them are all... Um, musicians and they used to write but unfortunately none of them got the chance to become popular it was just traditional music like yeah. once in a while they go sit under the tree and they make music i think i got it from them here yeah. yes yeah, so, so it was it was naturally ingrained in you but and and yeah. what what type of songs did you was it did you also perform uh, traditional songs or did you just make up make it up as you went along well um I had uh, the opportunity to take part in traditional uh, dancing, uh, especially in, in, in the church. Yeah. We used to play a lot in the church. I, I used to drum. Yeah. Then apart from that, when we have uh, the marriage ceremony in the village, they had a lot of songs that you sing about love and our own like our own lovey-dovey songs and all that, all <laughs> yeah. in the traditional language. By the time goes on, I've developed some of the songs and some too I wrote on my own, uh, just looking at the environment and how life uh, has been growing up. Yeah. But what was it like growing up? I mean, I'm, I, we're going to touch on, on the stigmas that were attached to you and in terms of where we, people put you in a box. But I mean, what, 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 what are the other challenges that you had growing up? Well, um, growing up um, from town, we moved to the village, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like moving from uh, a, a smaller town with electricity and television to a completely no electricity, only the moonlight, and um, wow. <laughs> when you go to the, the school, it's like they don't even take it seriously. Yeah. So we moved from, the, uh, from town to village, and life wasn't 
it was always up and down. Sometimes it's like when you 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 have to fight for everything, like food. Maybe they put the food in the middle, and you have to, you know, go quicker mm. before the bigger ones swallow well, everything. And sometimes we put a bit okay. And uh, I think that was when my father uh, my father started working with the government, uh, like started with the government work. So things became a bit easier. Yeah. But yeah, it has been up and down and um, very challenging. You you uh, like nobody really gives uh, that much care to uh, young girls being in school. How more you wanting to pursue your dreams and be a musician? They thought I was just a joke, a big joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you sit under the moonlight and you're playing and you tell your friends, like, well, in fact, I'm going to be a superstar. <laughs> After you've gotten only one hour, 30 minutes of electricity to watch uh, TV. Yeah. And then you see people dance and you go, like, when the light is gone, you go, then you also get up and start and say, yeah, next time you see me on TV, I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> they will laugh and say, oh, my God, you. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Like, But today is like the same people are really seeing me on television and they go, like, she was serious, wasn't she? Never <laughs> she she believed in her serious. dreams. <laughs> yes, and it's like, how, how did she get up from this tiny village all the way to the city? And she really told us she was going to be on TV and she'd be singing and dancing. And today we sit, we, we are seeing her. And most of my friends that didn't even believe in me, yeah. when they see me, they feel like, oh my God. And it's, it's not only them that are seeing you. I mean, the world is now seeing you. I mean, you've been exposed in to fact. the world. <laughs> but I mean, you also, I mean, you also had other very challenging um, things that happened to your life. I mean, I was reading up and, and you were given the title man, woman, purely based oh, on, yes. on your physique. Yes. Uh, how, yes. how did you deal with that, first of all, at such a young age? And then how did you overcome it? Well, I mean, yeah, how did you overcome it? Well, it used to really piss me off, and I used to get angry because I'm a young girl, and your fellow girls, like, you're wearing a skirt. And sometimes even my mom would say, ah, that skirt doesn't really look good. And you maybe change into a, uh, a pair of trousers or something. <laughs> because she but she was okay with me because sometimes she just tell me, okay, you do this. But my friends, oh, they were me. Some of the boys... Like, I'm, I'm wearing my dress and I'm walking like a boy and they're like, come on, stop deceiving yourself. You're not even, you're nothing like a girl, like a woman. Just, in fact, stop wearing all these skirts. You don't look nice in it. And then uh, they gave me my woman because I used to want to play football. And there was just something about me. Like, what the boys will do is what I had interest in. Yeah, yeah girls will have their dolls and all that. I, I didn't want a doll or something like that. I just wanted to play football a little uh, play basketball and all, but they, they go like, come on, sometimes they're just me. Mm-hmm. The same people are telling me, okay, you are a small girl, you just go and play with the girls. The girls are like, ah, uh, I don't think so. This girl, this girl come and beat us up because she's <laughs> muscular. And then sometimes the boys go like, you know what, today you have to take off your shirt. We have to see if you have boobs. Come on, <laughs> we want to know. Ah, you are too strong and, well, no wonder I, I used to beat some of them up and even made them more scared of me. So, yeah. it wasn't easy, but at a point in my life, uh, when I uh, you know, I was growing up, I realized that, wait a minute, I can use my physique to my own uh, advantage. Yeah, mm. I look like uh, I, I, I have this boy's uh, stature. At the same time, I can do what uh, the younger girls are doing. So maybe I'm even blessed. I have double double, like 50-50. Mm. So I just use it to my own uh, uh, benefit. And when you see my music, I've really blended it well. And immediately I did that, I stood out from the rest of the musicians, especially in Ghana. And that gave me a lot of um, uh, uh, um, uh, publicity. People started 
this thing. Hey, have you seen this new girl? Oh man, she looks like a man. And but she's cute. Some people say, oh no, she's not. She's so ugly. Oh my God. Look at that hair and all that. All that gave me a lot of publicity. And with time, people are, people change their perception about me, the way I look. And for me, I have come to love myself the way I am and I'm rocking it and I'm not minding negative comments. Well, I, I mean, I have to commend you for that because a, a typical... Well, first of all, the music industry, as we know, is male-dominated. So, so to, to break those barriers is one thing. But mm-hmm. specifically African, where we, we have this perception that a woman has got to be wearing a dress. Her head's got to be covered. She's got to be acting in a certain way. Yeah. You just went yeah. and pushed through those boundaries. What, what other yes. challenges did you have working within the industry with males who were uncomfortable with that? Because face it, when people, don't, when people discriminate against you, they're, they're discriminating against yeah. the unknown. It's something that they're, they're yeah. scared of. So how, how did they yeah. react towards you? Well, I, 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 I can say uh, most of them in the industry, especially the men, they hated it that uh, I'm seen to be like fearless. Like I don't fear anything. Mm. They, they tell us, and this girl, her eye is too, like, her, she, she has strong head. She doesn't seem to fear us. Like, she doesn't fear anybody. You put her on the stage and it's like, she doesn't care whether it's uh, a man coming to perform after her. She goes there and she just wows everybody. And she doesn't seem to be like, when she meets us, she's like, oh, because you are the man or the whatever, oh, let me just be in my box. No, I'm all out. I'm talking. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm performing. I dress sometimes. When I dress, another guy will see me and realize, that, okay, now she'll dress like almost like me, but she still has <laughs> I know it wasn't easy. They didn't like it. Uh, most of them didn't like it. But with time, they've come to accept the fact that, look, allow the girl to be herself. Mm. She's not hurting anybody. She's not uh, going around looking for trouble. She's just doing what she loves to do. Yeah. And, uh, and she's doing it well. And, and, and then she's doing it well. And whether they like it or not, she's going. I'm going to do my thing. And, uh, you know, when, when God says there, yeah, nobody can say no. And you just keep doing your thing. If you have it, you have it. That's it. Yeah. So uh, with time, most of them have uh, softened up and they've come to really understand and just love what I do. And most of them will come to me and say, you, are, you know what, you are just inspiring us. And I wish my sister would be, you know, that daring and just... Mm. <laughs> so it's, 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 it wasn't easy. And even being a female, like... They're doing shows and they go like, oh, come on, the females cannot handle this. Let's just get only the men, you know, the usual thing. But, hey, you put me on that stage and people are going like, we want to see her again and again. So it changed. And yeah. I don't know. I just... <laughs> you Well, you're breaking boundaries. But let, let's, let's go to your, your, your first album. Um, what was uh, your first album? was called Tuma. What does that mean? Yeah, Tuma. It's work. work. Tuma means work. Mm-hmm. If you don't work, you shouldn't eat. Uh, like me. No food for lazy man. <laughs> I like that. Yes. yes. No food because for lazy man. <laughs> I, yeah, because uh, I, I wrote this song because where I come from, I know maybe we do have uh, uh, situations like that, but where I come from, you know, a lot of people just want to sit and complain and do nothing and somebody else goes to do the work and then you come and immediately everybody knows that it feels like you owe them something, I don't know, and they're all coming to you. Oh, give me this. Give me. They just say, do nothing. You go do the work. They come and beg for the money or beg. You give me to eat. And if you say no, you are branded very wicked and all that. So I'm, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do my work yeah. with my sweat. And you just can't sit and wait for somebody to always do the job. And you just come and say, give me to eat. Yeah. No. Also use your 
energy. So if you don't work, you no go chop. No food for and 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 how, how, how did uh, you find man or girl? <laughs> <laughs> how did you find this? How did you find your first album? My first album, uh, the first I, the first one I released, uh, it was very small, uh, just so simple. Even when one of the interviews I I did on you, you could hear the cock roll at the background. You know, <laughs> it was so simple. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> but we we we've all got to start somewhere. At least you did it. <laughs> yes, yes, and and but I was really happy. It, it wasn't like the best quality everything, but for some weird reason, it was a hit in my region, and I was so popular, mm. so popular, <laughs> and uh, it made it, and uh, my second album, well, that one... Uh, yeah, we'll get into really the second album, but I, I want to I play a song now, and I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong, but Diri Kokona. Diri Kokona.
Welcome back to the show. The time is 22 minutes past three. And of course, you're listening to the Afro-Yiddish Princess. My name is Rosie Mothena and my show is Pan-African Connect. Today on the line, we're interviewing um, Uyala all the way from Ghana. And as you can hear from the interference, it is a Skype call and she is, she is chatting to us about um, all the way from Ghana. If you want to give us a call, the number is 0861-555-189. Of course, I'm on Twitter, princessrtm or at cliffcentral.com. Uyala, before the break, we were talking about your first album, Tuma, and, and the song that we just played now, Diriko, Diriko Kana. What does it mean? Yeah, Diriko Kana. Like when you have or when you become a somebody, everybody mm. wants to know you. But when you are a nobody, nobody really cares. They even care whether you exist. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care what, yeah. what, 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 what air you're breathing at all. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't care. And uh, so that's what this song says. Yeah. <laughs> Then in 2010, um, you auditioned for Ghana's um, Stars of the Future, but you yeah. you didn't get through that round. But you but but hearing by your persistence and and the ambitious type of person that you are, you went back again in 2011. Tell us about that experience. Well, the first time um, I, uh, for the for the first um, three seasons, I was always in my uh, town, Papa was watching, and I always wanted to go. But yeah. finally, when I had the chance. I just gathered some few uh, money that I that I had saved, and I took off. I I auditioned, yeah. and it was a no. So the next year, I came back again, and I auditioned. I was on standby, mm. and uh, I was able to make it to the finals, but I didn't win. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but by then, too, I had auditioned again for another uh, show. So it took me four years to win the, uh, the reality show. Wow. Yes, I kept going and coming back. <laughs> and and what what was the, the the competition like? I mean, what what why why do you think you didn't succeed those first times around? The first time I went, I I it was like my first time on my own in a big city, uh, full of you know life was jamming. It wasn't like my small town where everybody knows everybody, and um, you can't just walk up to people and say, "Hi, my name is Viola. Can I just sleep?" in your room for the next day. <laughs> I, I, need, I, need, I need a place to put my head down. <laughs> yes. So I realized I wasn't like that. The cars were busy. Everybody was like minding their own business. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have any friend and some of the contestants were intimidated. You know, p- parents would come and drop their uh, children yeah. in the in your cars and there were people dressed up and you just sit there and you're so small. You're looking at everybody. Mm. They're like, am I even going to make it? Like, all these people, they must really have nice voices. People come to support, and I didn't have anybody there to even accompany me. My family was far away in the north, and um, so that one, I, 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 it took a little bit of my uh, self-confidence away. But I still was like, no, I have to, I have to really uh, get my spirit up and do it. And I went in there, I sang, I was just pushing, but I think. Um, Something in me wasn't really right. I was not ready by then. I, I think I was not ready, but at least I went. I saw what happened. Yeah. So when I went back the second time, I was fully prepared. I'm like, now I know how it is done. Let me go back there. I have to let people see that I can do it. It's just that I wasn't ready at that time. So I went back with full vim. Mm. This time around, I'm, I'm, I was like, I have to. I have to really step up my game. Yeah. And you I weren't, you, the, the second time around, you weren't taking any prisoners whatsoever. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the third time. Yeah. The second time I went, I did uh, my best. I was on standby. I made it to the stage. Mm. And now that was the first biggest stage I've ever been on. When I get on the stage, sometimes people will like boo you a little. And I could hear, and people were not really saying nice things about me. Mm. And uh, I didn't have fan support. And whenever I, my name is mentioned, you know, you don't really have people because they don't know you. Yeah. Others, when they come, they, they go mad. So. I, I, and I had to deal with some of the contestants, you know, trying to, you know, bully you and all that. But I managed, I didn't win, and it really hurt me so bad. I wept and wept because I knew there was something in me, and I was not letting it out. Why? Why? Why am I doing this to myself? Mm. So the third, uh, the fourth year, I came back. I was so ready and I told myself, this is it or never. Nobody is going to intimidate me. I'm ready. I'm here to win. And my eye is on the road. I went on that stage. And whenever I got the chance to sing, I sang with all my heart like it's my first and my last. And I didn't mind whatever anybody said about me, whether my hair was. No, I was there to win. And I stayed focused. And at the end of the day, my group won the competition. Fantastic. I won. And then for the first time, I won everything double. It was like it came in double. double. God paid you because you went back. You went one, two times. You didn't make it, so you thought, okay, she yeah. came the third time. Let's just give her a double whammy. Yes. <laughs> and what, yes. what, what, what language did you sing in? Because you predominantly sing in, in Sisala, which is your tribal language. Yes. Even during the competition, I I still decided. I, I told myself, look, this is a competition, but I still need to. Uh, stand out. For me, I always believe in stand out and just doing myself, doing what I can do best. And I know my language is my strength, one of my biggest area that I can really uh, use to get people to know who I am and then know that this is what I can do. So whenever we have the, uh, the, the chance to perform on stage, I'll make sure I put in some few words in, uh, in my local dialect into the song. And whenever I did that, our performance is always different. Yeah. They'll say, wow, what language is that? It's really nice. We don't understand it, but we love it. Mm. Just keep doing it. So I kept doing it, and we won the competition. So I was, uh, I sang Cesali in English a lot. But, but I mean, I mean before, before that, there weren't many women singing in Cesali at all. No, no. You know, the only time you hear Cesali songs is at the funeral or marriage ceremony. Or <laughs> wow. And, and, yeah. and, and has that changed a lot um, since, since you've obviously, your, your name and your brand has, has improved? Has that, has that changed a lot? It has changed. And just uh, last month, I had a young lady from the north. She came to my house. Mm. Her, her parents wouldn't let her do anything close to any entertainment. But because of me, they, are, they just told her, they were watching television, and she said, Mom, come and see Biala. I've been telling you about Biala. You see, this is what I also want to do. And you say no. She just saw the interview, and they went on the internet. She read everything about me, what I've been up to. Immediately, she gave her thumbs up. And she came to thank me and said, because of you, my mom is allowing me to do music. Beautiful. And I just came to say thank you. And uh, when I went back home, all the young people are now doing music in the local dialect and they are taking it very serious every day i get a lot of calls <laughs> like can you be on this song like tell me what to do <laughs> but you see so, you've also been the voice for empowerment and we're going to get into that but we just need to take a quick ad break so stay on the line and then i want to talk about your empowerment and and how you're using your voice to change things that are happening in, in ghana but after this pan-african connect on cliffcentral.com 
Christmas is on the way, and so is the happiest family event of the year, the Parkview Charity Christmas Market at the George Hay Park in Parkview from the 27th to the 29th of November. The Christmas Market is a weekend of fun, unique arts and crafts, brilliant gift ideas, kids' fun galore, big screen sports, a beer tent, and a champagne and oyster bar with continual live music. Parkview Christmas Market for a great time with all proceeds going to charity. I was never brave. I was young, out of control, drinking, drowning, brewing the storm. I was never brave. Bengi Kuala, buckled, crawled, crashed. I was never brave. Just another sister sinking into the shadows. If only someone had stepped in, pulled me out. That's why I became the mentor I wish I'd had. Help under 18 say no to alcohol. Sign up at sabstories.coza. Hashtag be the mentor. A South African breweries initiative. This is cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rosie Mathena, a.k.a. the Afro-Yiddish Princess. And today we've gone back to, to, to Ghana to a powerful, powerful woman um, by the name of Wiala. Uh, Wiala, welcome back to the show. So before we took Thank the break, you. we were talking about how you convinced a young girl's parents to let her go into the music industry. And, I mean, that, that isn't the first instance. You, you, you're known as, as the voice behind woman empowerment in Ghana. Uh, how have you used that in terms of the music industry and in terms of your art? Well, um, in terms of my art, I, I inspire and encourage young women to, to go out there and dream big. Mm-hmm. Dare yourself, do things, and um, be, try and be on your own first, and then not to be dependent too much on uh, any other person, whether man or woman, yeah. but to just believe in yourself and know that I have to do things for myself. And you don't always wait for people to keep saying, this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you're supposed to do because you're a woman. No. Go out there, let's get out from our box and dare to dream and dream big. And I always say there's no dream too big. And the only thing or ob- uh, obstacle that stands in our way most of the time is just ourselves. If we don't go out there and, and, and do it or believe in ourselves, we'll sit there and we'll never know. And then uh, in the music industry, I can say I, I've seen some changes, uh, especially regarding some of the female musicians. Since I came into the music industry, most female musicians in Ghana are, are all laid back. That one is uh, a very, uh, like, it's a clear uh, truth here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like most of us are comfortable just being at the back. Just sing only the slow motion songs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it slow motion songs. <laughs> like, the, yeah, okay, this is just, yeah, we don't really have to shout because all the energy and the jumping on the stage and dancing is just for the men. Yeah. That was the notion. But me, when I came in, I'm like, hey, I'm not doing any laid back songs or whatever. I'm going to do what I can do. Maybe that's your style, but I'm not going to say because I'm a, a woman or a, or a young girl, I should just do. Some uh, especially gospel, like most most of them would rather do gospel and you know, hey, if a man can sing about sex and shaking the bomb bomb and doing all that, <laughs> I'm a human being. I can also sing about yes, like rock my body, yes. Yeah. And but but there's a way I'll do it because I always say there's a fine line. Yes, I'm a young woman, but my dignity too is still there, and I'm not going to uh, jeopardize that. Yes, I can also go out there and sing love songs. What what is wrong? And that is where I talk about equal opportunities. Mm. Man and woman, God has created us differently. But when it comes to opportunities, I always say we should all be given equal opportunities. 
at least if we try and we cannot do it, at least you you have allowed us to try. But to immediately say no, because you are a woman, you cannot do this. No, 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 no. That is where I say no. Just allow us. I'm out there. I'm singing love songs. I, 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 I dance on stage. And I'm not even going to respect myself because I'm a woman. I even know some of the things we women, we can do it in our own style and do it much better. So why just be at the back? When you can be at the front, also doing your thing in your own way. So, and uh, I, I can see some little changes is coming in here and there. People are uh, some of the female musicians coming up, and then some two have decided to you know uh, step up their game. So, yeah. so far I'll say that's that's what is happening with my voice and how I'm using my music to. Yeah, but you uh, see, what, what I also love about about your music, in fact, about your brand is that even when yeah. you're on stage, because you design your own costumes, you design your own shoes to, to, to yeah. what your costume is. Let, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, uh, I am an artist. Yeah. I, I did fine art. and But unfortunately, it doesn't really sell much in Ghana. So you have to... <laughs> and uh, since I, I have this uh, talent to sing and entertain people, and uh, it's what I really, really want to do for the rest of my life, I... I, I I sketch my clothing, and I even sketch myself wearing it on the paper because <laughs> I know my body, I know how my body is, and I know what will look good on me and what will not look good. Uh, normally, I don't follow what everybody is wearing because whatever somebody is wearing is what fits a person's body. And as an artist and uh, branding myself, I need to do something, or I have to do something that is me, that will really, so when you look at me, you know this is Riala, and yeah. she's just herself, she's not copying. I learn from people, though, but I just don't copy exactly what everybody else is doing because I know I also have something to offer uh, this world. So I just sketch what will look good on me, show my muscle, uh, my muscles because I really love to plant my muscles. That's <laughs> I've like, noticed that, but you've got, a beautiful, you've got a beautiful body <laughs> and you've got this gorgeous leg. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, any chance I get, I do. I just plant. So I, I make costumes that really elaborate those muscles. So that when I get on stage, it's even controversial more. Eh? So then, <laughs> just to tease the boys. <laughs> but I'm not against. I'm not against men anyway. Like um, yeah. sometimes people say uh, my feminism. No, it's even mine is towards women. Uh, saying my sisters, my my. Come on, let's let's go out there and do our thing in style. The men are doing their thing. Let's also do our thing. I, and, and I know that we even have more to more to show and you know, more interesting things to show. Yeah. So but the thing that's is, where I direct my. Are, you've hit the nail on the head, is because for so many centuries, women have been told, yeah. "Okay, this is who you need to be." But you believe from a very early age that we've got the spark in ourselves, and it's, and it's up to us to ignite that fire. And, and we all have a different fire, yes. which is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, nobody knows you more than yourself. So how can somebody come and tell me too much? <laughs> yes, you listen because mm. sometimes. Uh, you need to listen. Then when you listen, you now add to what you already know. Because sometimes nobody is perfect. You might be doing something that is not probably right. And people would advise you listen a, a, a little so that you can just to uh, keep you in uh, check. But deep down, there's, there's that you inside there. And that is what people should see. Yeah. 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 Let, let's let's talk about your song uh, "Make Me Dance." It came out in 2013. Yes. Is that does that yes. the, the inspiration behind that was also just like this is what I need to do with myself. This is who I am. Yeah, um, I released "Make Me Dance" after I left my group because the group uh, it wasn't working and the style of music 
uh, they, uh, they wanted us to do wasn't what I intended to do. And it, 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 it wasn't so musical. It was just like one of those songs you do after one week. If you don't release another one, that was the feeling I got. And I wanted my music to be, yes, commercial entertaining, but still, then it should be musical, something that can last a long time and, and, and so when I uh, got the chance to go solo I did something totally different and, and that is Viala I love pop music I love techno I love my African uh, Afrocentric everything so I just went and I did something completely different uh, very different that was not what was trending in the Ghana market it was Azoto by then yeah. but I decided to go totally different People didn't understand. It was taking them a while to understand, and I, but I didn't mind yeah. because I know I know what I can do, and I'm not going to just follow the the line what everybody else is doing. That way, I'll drown. Nobody's. I, I won't be happy with myself. I need to do something I'm happy. So I just went and wrote, uh, uh, make me dance. Is uh, is just me. That's who I am, and that's how I I want my music, most of my uh, sound to to be like. I love to dance. Yeah. I love. Jumping on the stage well, it's, it's, the best, it's the best form of expression. Yeah, and and, no, and no, yeah. no dancer is the same because everyone's body's different. Everyone carries different yeah. energies and spirits. But, le- but yes. let's, 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 we're going to play that song, Make You Dance, and just, just, just so our listeners can get a, a, a taste of what you're talking about and how different it was during the, the, the music Ghana scene. Here it is, Make Me yeah. Dance. I want to feel the heat. Connect on cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to Pan African Connect. My name is Rosie Mutena, aka the Afro Yiddish Princess. 
And before the break, we were listening to Make Me Dance by Riala. That song is amazing. It's got a very, very strong um, like pop dance disco feel to it, which is, as you said, very different to what, what the Ghana music scene was like in 2013 and even now. Where did you record that? Um, I recorded it uh, in uh, a studio in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I went, it was like, okay, now this is different. Uh, wouldn't you do what is trending? You know, this is what is trending. I said, no. I just want the reality show, and this is going to be my first song out there, and I don't want to give the wrong uh, image for myself. This is me, and this is how I want my songs to go. So we recorded, and then we released it, but later we, um, we sent it out there to be remixed mm. as, so that the sound can really uh, match up to the voice. Because uh, it was okay, but we needed the sound to really go up. So I had... Uh, some people uh, in Europe that did the remix for us. Oh wow! So yes, but yeah. it, I mean, it was also it was also nominated for a couple of awards. It was the best discovery and the best reggae and dancehall at Ghana's um, Fall Style TV Music Awards in 2013. So you're yes. obviously getting recognition on the continent for it, although it yes. was different. Yes, As, and uh, and that was for Rock My Body. Yeah. After um, Make Me Dance, uh, yes, uh, because of. My versatility, I can sing any genre, and I just dropped um, Rock My Body because I was just in the mood. Uh, and the song is a cover from Soul Sister Wrecking Body, and I just felt like, huh, this song is very, very, very like. I even changed some of the lyrics because the song was just too much. It was too, let me to say the word like a bit profane, but yeah. uh, I just changed the word to make it more uh, easy and uh, soft. So I just sang about uh, rock my body and he didn't want to rock my body and you should have seen the reactions on people's faces in Ghana. Hey, what is this? <laughs> hey, who is this girl singing rock my body? Hey, is she not shy? Why? Oh, blah, blah. Oh, so I'm like, okay, because I'm a female singing it, but if it was one of the guys singing it, you, you, are, like, you are fine with it, then, then everybody kept quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... The, quiet, the, bad, <laughs> the song is a hit. Everybody loves the song. I don't know. <laughs> and that was the song that got me nominated for all African Music Awards. Yeah. I saw me riding the bike. I ride a bike. So during most of my videos, I just want to let, I want to use the opportunity to let people know who I am. And by uh, being in the video, I do things that I do sometimes every day. And I can ride a motorbike. Back in my village, everybody rides motorbikes. Yeah. So I'm saying, give me a big motorbike and let me ride it. Because everybody's shaking their whatever. Okay. I just want to do something different. I'm going to ride a motorbike, so boom, 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 boom. Here I go. But, I mean, you did that again with the song that you did for, for the Black Stars, the Ghanaian national football team. And, I mean, that yes. became the unofficial official World Cup song. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, um, like joke, like joke. Like people say, I, I, I was just in the car and my manager said, oh, so it's World Cup. Won't you write something for the Ghana Black Stars? And I was like, oh, I'm sure a lot of people now are writing songs and all that. And he said, well, maybe yours will be different. Maybe yours will stand out. Who knows? They might even take it as the World Cup song. I said, okay, let me try. So I was just in the car and I'm like, God bless our home. Like, I was just playing with the national anthem. Yeah. Before I could say, uh, the words were just coming, Black Stars Rise Up. Then he also contributed some few lines. And I went back to the same studio where I did um, Rock My Body and Make Me Dance. We recorded it. Yeah. But the song was not heavy enough. But then we uh, were working with um, uh, Yoga and Melissa uh, from Sunset Recording Studio in uh, Stellenbosch, mm. South Africa. Yeah. So we sent it uh, over there. And 
the song came back and it was big booming i just put it out there and i said okay this is from my heart to ghana everybody can take that one before <laughs> some few days hey there's this new song and the song became even though they had an official song people were not minding that one they just wanted my song and the song became the official unofficial but official yeah. song people using it for adverts and it made it to the billboards they featured it on the billboards and i was like oh my god I just love this song in the car, like. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have you have a mad, crazy love for soccer. I mean, I, I also read somewhere that 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 Stephen Appiah yeah. is one of your favorite soccer players. Oh yes, 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 yes. And my Asian. And um, I used to play football, and, and uh, back in well, but it wasn't really my thing. So I just at the point I stopped playing. Yeah. Because I just like yeah, the music was taking the better part of my time, and I was comfortable doing music yeah. the way I wanted. Stuff. Yeah, but back in school I was a sports prefect. I played basketball, uh, football, and um, um, volleyball. Yeah. So you're all rounded. Yeah, you're I totally all rounded. About football? Yeah, no. Yeah, but I'm saying you're all rounded because you got your sports. You 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 speak what you what, you speak your mind in terms of women empowerment. Um, oh, we got a lot of feedback. Let's let's play a song for now until we sort out this feedback. Welcome back to the show. Sorry, we took a quick break because we, we lost Weala there. Are you back with us, Weala? Yeah, I'm back. I'm Sorry back. about that. So we played one of your other songs. Um, what is the title of that in English? Yes. Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when, when did you write this one? Well, this one, I, I wrote it. Uh, it's from my village. We used to sing it uh, uh, in the night. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the moon, yeah. And then it was a bit like, and now I've changed the song and uh, it's so smooth and the last time I played it when I went back to the village people were like their mouths were open and like jaw dropping like how did you do that <laughs> so it's a full song that says the sun is out there but it will go in then the moon also come the stars will come later so I saw that as a message, so we should give way to each other. And if somebody's time, 
allow them to do their thing, just like the sun and the moon gives way to each other. Whenever the sun and the moon comes, you see that they are conflicting. So we should just give way to each other to shine and not judge too much. Who are we to judge? So that's the meaning of the song. Yeah, that's, that's, it's quite pertinent because especially in, in whatever society you come from, people are very quick yeah. to, to judge you, quickly are very, yes. very quick to put you in a specific box, especially yes. if you're an African woman. Um, yeah. You know, and so, so sending those messages out. What uh, are you planning on any collaborations with any other African artists? Well, um, I did one with Ahmed Sultan, Diazin from Zimbabwe, Ahmed Sultan from Morocco, and uh, well, as I go on, um, if I get a chance, I'll do it. And uh, but but if I don't, too, I'll just keep uh, doing my music. But I'll, I'm hoping that I get to collaborate with other African artists, especially Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, a lot of us, we do collaborations, but we don't even know the other African countries. Like when I did with, uh, when I did with Ahmed, I got the chance to go to Morocco and I got the chance to learn about Morocco. Mm-hmm. All the perception that we had about Morocco wasn't like that. And when I went there, I took photos and I shared it on my social media. People at home, people in Ghana, they were like, wow, Morocco is a nice place. But Nobody really knew how the place was, so that that has really inspired me. If I can do more collaboration within the African continent, you know, so that like you get to know your neighbor country yeah. more. Yeah, but also, I mean, with that, I mean, your your music has gone all around the world. I mean, you've won you've won awards in uh, in twenty fourteen at the All African Music Awards for most yes. uh, promising artists. Um, um, relevant artists on the African continent. So your music has been expressed across the continent. What else, where else do you want to take it and what other message do you want to push through it? Well, um, as an African, I just want to go out there and let people know that Africa is not that negative uh, kind of thing that some people have. Uh, sell, the, sell the beautiful uh, African culture that we have so yeah. that, yes, <laughs> so that people know this is Africa. It's a nice place. It's a cool place. You can come and then, hey, come and, come and know Africa and, you know, uh, all the good things that I can uh, go out there and then uh, let the world know about Africa. Yeah. That's why some, most of my songs are doing in my African language. Because people even want to know what language is that, then I explain. This is Sisala from Ghana. Ghana is here, blah, blah, blah. Then they get to know it. Mm. If not, sometimes you go out there and maybe some people... They don't. Uh, oh, Africa is like this. No, it's not like that. Yeah. But you know, just yeah, because even, even for me, when I was doing my yeah. research on you, I mean, when when I think of Ghana, and and, and I, I think I speak for a lot of, of other people, is that we automatically think of Twi. You know, you know what I mean. We don't we don't even know about See? all the other beautiful yeah. languages that are out there. Yes. How how yeah, many how many know. languages are there in Ghana at the moment that you know of? Oh, we have a lot of languages. Some <laughs> I don't even know uh, the names, but hundreds and something I know at the moment. <laughs> I thought South Africa had a problem with 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have 10 regions mm-hmm. and uh, they're supposed to be 30 something languages, but when they made the research, it's, 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 it's like more, more languages. And there are even some villages that are also even coming up and the language is still different. So there are a lot of languages, but tree, because tree has been the main language uh, uh, that everybody knows, but there are other languages. And that's why when I sang in Sisali, it's a way of selling the other languages to the rest of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and what, any future plans? So what, do you have any concerts or anything lined up for the festive season? Well, yes. Um, uh, for December, I'll say, uh, well, 
this year I went out uh, to uh, Europe, uh, I went to Germany, I uh, went to Holland, mm-hmm. Canada. I did some few African festivals. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm also planning one back at home. Uh, well, I think that'll be next year. Okay. <laughs> next year, yes. I, I'm, I, I want, I'm planning a big concert in my region okay. because it's been a while and, and then uh, I've not been there for a while. Now, so I'm planning to go back and do uh, a big festival for the people of the north and for them at Ghana. And then um, record uh, my second album, which I'm already working on. Beautiful. Yeah. And ho- hopefully yeah. we, we, we can connect you with a few other af- phenomenal African artists across the continent and, you know, oh, make, yes. it, make it a pan-African event. You know, I think this is our time where the rest of the world are finally noticing that we're sexy and incredibly talented. Yes. Yeah. We are, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. We're going, to, we're going to end off with your song. Just tell us about the song, Peace. What, where, when did you do it, and then what was the inspiration behind it? Well, uh, Peace is one of my songs on the first uh, album I released in yeah. WA. Yeah. And then, just like the name goes, Peace. We want peace. At the end of the day, everybody wants to live in peace and harmony and just be happy, do your normal things, and yeah. then um, uh, life goes on. And Peace and Africa are carrying the same message. And peace is for worldwide peace. Why are we fighting? Why can't we just dialogue? Mm. Okay, we have tried all the wars and the machine guns and the cutlasses and all that. Have we sat down to try dialoguing? And yeah. I believe that there's no problem that good dialoguing can never solve. So, and, and then in Africa, we have everything. We have diamonds, we have gold. But we fight and cover everything with blood. Can we use the energy to dig out these mineral resources, invest in our talents, and just uh, value what we have so that we can all live in peace and harmony? So that's what peace is talking about. Beautiful. We all nothing but distracting diseases and all that. Yeah. So let's just, yeah, so let's try, let's do dialogue. Absolutely. And, and you know, music is, is, is it's international language. You know, uh, it doesn't matter what you're singing. I mean, when I was listening to some of your songs, it just really, it, it, it gets to your inner core. You know what I mean? And deals with certain issues. And it doesn't matter from which part of the continent you're sitting at. You can relate to it. So it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. I'm sorry that the hour's gone so quickly. But oh. please. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up your details on, on my Facebook page. So if anybody needs to get hold of you. But we will definitely be in contact at another stage to see where your collaborations are going on. And I want to come, I want to come to Ghana and watch and, 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 and be part of that concert. I mean, I can't sing. So you I'll be, I'll, I'll be a spectator. I'll, I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> I love it. I love okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. Stay blessed and thank you for the wonderful interview.
African Connect on cliffcentral.com. That was the most amazing interview by Wiala all the way from Ghana. And we ended off with quite an apt song called Peace. And she spoke about how we've got so much beauty within our country, within our continent. And but we're constantly covering everything with blood. And why can't we just find our peace? Why can't we create those dialogue spaces and, 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 and find serenity amongst us? And so incredibly powerful words. I hope you enjoyed the show. Next week, we'll be going to Uganda, to East Africa. Uh, going to be speaking to some phenomenal performers and, and the producers of a, Amazing new TV series that is taking East Africa by storm. But of course, if you have any comments, any compliments, any, any complaints, please address them to Princess RTM on Twitter. And of course, I'm on Facebook and Instagram under Rosie Motene. Thank you very much for listening to my show. I'll see you next week. I'm out. This is cliffcentral.com.